everyone, my name is Caleb Walgren. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 167 of Brody Sports Talk. I'm your host, Caleb Walgren, and I'm joined by the Raider hater, Derek Rusnick, to talk about the Las Vegas Raiders season recap. Derek, how are you doing? Okay, so we are an audio podcast, but right now I'm, right now I'm holding up my Raider hater uh, fan club card, and uh, you are... You can see I am a confirmed member. Uh, I ran for president last year, did not uh, did not win, but I am a firm believer in the Raiders should be shot out of the planet into the sun and should never have a franchise. That's why I was so hesitant in that intro. I, I got to make sure to keep my co-host around. Got to make sure to keep him happy. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you never want to come out too hot when you're talking about the Raiders because it's just not going to be an enjoyable time. A lot of drama in my intro that I gave. Well, uh, let's go ahead and start talking about the drama. Uh, the first thing I had to talk about there was uh, just the off-field drama that the Raiders went through this past year. First being uh, Gruden's emails. Uh, you may not remember this, but John Gruden started the 2021 season as the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. That was so long ago. He since had been fired, and for good reason. You don't just don't say or type out things that are demeaning to other people because of their race or objectifying people just john john gruden kind of got tossed under the bus with the whole uh then washington football team scandal but i feel like if nothing else it has the positive thing is that we're like where's the written report we still don't have a report from the washington commanders that was written but who knows? Maybe that's going to Congress soon. We'll have to see what happens. But that was that was the that was the start of the off the field drama. And then there was the um, even sadder situation, if we can say that, when uh, Henry Ruggs the third got a DUI. And had an accident and caused someone to lose their life. We've said it before. We'll say it again on this podcast. Don't drink and drive. It's not appropriate for NFL players. It's not appropriate for regular people. Just don't do it. Because, and I mean, Ruggs was then released by the Raiders so he no longer has that team or community to go back to. And yet, with all of the things that were going around, Rich Passaccia got them into the playoffs and even helped them to... Well, they didn't win a playoff game, but that final game of the year against the Chargers almost felt like a playoff game. Um, Rich Passaccia is a great coach. 
I say that primarily because he's now the special teams coordinator of the Green Bay Packers. And he, I feel like he did a good job with the hand he was dealt because things were not easy. Not easy at all in Vegas for the Raiders this year. Um, Derek, I don't know if you want to add anything or just talk about... I'll just let you take the mic. Yeah, so... As a representative of the other three teams in the AFC West, my only statement to the Raiders is, get your stuff together. Um, You're making us look bad, and we need you to be a stable franchise. I know with an owner with the last name of Davis, it's never going to happen, but we need you to be proper. And um, you have a lot of talent on your roster and have done some good things. But the off the field drama has to stop. And uh, I don't know if uh, if it's gonna stop with the, the people that they've hired this particular off season. But I would like to move on to the depth of the roster for the Raiders. And I want to talk about, as we, we've talked about quite a bit uh, across these season recaps, but I think it's especially telling for the, uh, the Raiders, and that is the offensive staff that they have. So in, for my money, the Raiders have the best backup quarterback in, uh, in the league right now in Marcus Mariota. Um, Marcus Mariota could start for more than half the teams that are in the NFL right now. He's probably a better quarterback there. Didn't do too well in in Tennessee, but has found a, a home in uh, in Las Vegas and found a spot uh, on there. Derek Carr, where you know spells his name properly with the proper Derek spelling, is um, is a pretty decent quarterback um he's definitely going to have to step up his game a little bit this uh this coming because there's no uh, there's no off weeks when it comes to the afc west teams that you have to uh to play no more um easy bronco wins um and i want to talk about the the wide receivers that uh that the the raiders have and and for my for, for my opinion, uh, Hunter Renfro is probably the best wide receiver out there right now. Um, I've loved him since he was at Clemson. Um, he won a national championship, and I think he, he caught the winning touchdown for the national championship. Um, he is always goes out there and does his very best. He's not a Devontae Adams. He's not an OBJ or anything like that, but he puts in the dirty yards goes out there and puts his body in the line every single play. He's a football player. So um, the the wide receivers that they, they have on there, that's the kind of player that you want to see. So that's my look at the at the Robster death for the Raiders, who once again should not have a franchise, should go ahead and fold and just give two wins to each of the AFC West team. But Marcus Mariota and... Uh, Hunter Renfro, you guys are pretty good. Uh, just to jump in on that, I, I'm really worried about the Raiders this coming year with their depth and possible loss of free agents on the offensive and defensive line. 
they lost a lot of offensive line talent last year when they kind of decided to rebuild the offensive line on the fly, which I think ended up turning out slightly better than they expected. I don't know that Alex Leatherwood has a spot on the team, but I also know that it's it's a weird, weird thing, and, you know, if they're losing incognito, you could try to fit Leatherwood in over there, because they're, they're wanting to try to be back, and they're in a division where I just feel like some of the other teams are going to surpass them this coming year. So they've got to stay deep because they've got to stay strong in case of those injuries. Uh, you did bring up the receivers, though, so let's go ahead and talk about the receivers for a few moments because we do want to get into those golden hands. Uh, so let's let's say something nice about Hunter Renfro. 103 catches, 1,038 yards, 9 touchdowns. They call him third in Renfro for a reason. He goes out there, he catches it, he gets the first down. Uh, Zay Jones also had a nice year, 47 catches for 546, and a TD. Don't forget about Brian Edwards, 571 for 3 touchdowns. And the two-headed monster at tight end, Darren Waller when he was healthy, and Foster Moreau. Waller ended up with 55 catches for 665, Foster and Moreau for 30 for 373. That's beautiful. Like, Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro are the pieces that are going to be carrying this team going forward. You could argue Josh Jacobs in the backfield. I don't know if they're picking up his fifth-year option. It'll just be intriguing definitely going to be intriguing to see what continues to happen with this team and that's really all that we have to say about the Raiders because Derek did not want this episode to be long no I'm just kidding um <laughs> but <laughs> I, I do want to thank you for listening if you want to catch what we have coming up the next couple teams in the next few days are the Washington Commanders and the Buffalo Bills Make sure you tune into those. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a single episode because we're coming and bringing the fun and the lookbacks at the NFL while we're in the sad, sad offseason of no football. So on behalf of Derek, my name's Caleb. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. Bye, guys.